So Rob, tell me, how will the how will the war end? Uh, pretty hard to say. Um, I think the you know, the big issue is that right now it's not clear that Russia has the capacity with with the current force available to force an end to this war on its terms. Right, and so it it is continuing to fence in the Donbas. It is having some tactical successes, but they're they're limited. They're costly. They're taking time. It's not clear that they can amount to a strategic victory to force Ukraine to concede. And even if they take more territory back, there's no reason to think that Ukraine is willing to basically say the war is over. We accept your kind of terms. And so basically the issue for Russia is that even if they can they can have some more you know tactical successes, it's not clear how they achieve a strategic end to this conflict. It's not clear how they can kind of coerce, compel, or negotiate with Ukraine to get them to agree to kind of in this conflict in terms that are that are acceptable for Russia. Mm. Yeah, and that's the hard place. And I think the the, the rock uh, in which Russia is between those two places is that they cannot afford um, to end it right now neither, because that would be stopping on something that is an obvious loss. In any case, it will be a political loss for Russia uh, with an economy somewhere in between really bad and collapse. And all they've gotten so far is a completely bombed down Mariupol, uh, a little bit more of terrain in eastern Ukraine. And there's nothing at home that could be sold um, to make up for the huge gamble that uh, President Putin has put Russia into. Right now, I think the only thing that they could potentially hope for is a bit on the longer term perspective, trying to starve Ukraine economically. But even then, um, that would presuppose um, Ukraine not having the Western assistance it having. Um, who do you think? Who, who hurts most in the medium term? So it's a good question. Uh, I agree with you. I think the, the only way Russia can compel or coerce Ukraine to, to kind of seek terms is if basically they, they, can, they can force such a, economic, a, a, a cash of economic situation, Ukraine just simply cannot um, continue on the conflict. Because militarily, you know, we, we don't necessarily have the casualty figures, but it, it's pretty clear that you know, Ukraine has mobilized a lot of people. It doesn't seem that Russia can inflict enough casualties on the Ukrainian military to force them to kind of concede or give up at this point. And I think on the military side, with all this you know, NATO aid coming in, I think Ukraine has, has better prospects along as conflict goes on. And for Russia, they've committed such a huge portion of their military, but you know, 80% maybe more of their permanent readiness ground force units, um, which are taking heavy casualties. They don't have enough forces to, to affect a sustainable rotation. They're conducting kind of limited kind of covert mobilization, trying to get people who will volunteer. That's not being that successful. And, and there's a very clear risk and big problems. They try to do a, a you know, stronger or greater mobilization. So it really comes down to if, if Russia can force, you know, um, can make Ukraine's uh, economic situation, you know, unsustainable, that might be the only way they do it. Otherwise, right, if, you know, if Russia right now intends to occupy large parts of Ukraine, the question is, you know, how, how can they end this conflict um, and, and then get Ukraine to accept the kind of, you know, into this conflict? And it doesn't, it doesn't appear to me there's any other way they can do that um, unless they can kind of coerce them economically. Yeah. No, I, it isn't clear to me neither. I think it seems a bit of a grasping for straws, but I think we, as we both agree, I think what we're seeing right now is the Russian leadership in a, in a time of strategic procrastination, really avoid making the tough choices, including um, on any kind of significant mobilization, but also including in, in drawing down on any significant war aims. At the same time, I would see, I would say that the war is developing from 
going from um, a very, very big war maneuver to gradually shifting to war of attrition with, with smaller and smaller movements. And I think especially as attrition increases in the Russian armed forces, uh, what they could do, what they could deliver would be more and more attrition based on, on massed fires. But one thing I ask always when I get, when I get the question of what, how, when and how does this war end, I always ask the question, well, when did the Yugoslav war ends? Um, because they are still uh, in certain instances fighting against each other. And I think, um, sadly, I think this war can go on for a long, long time because it does something to the minds of the people and the hatred of the emotion involved in the conflict. Um, your take, how, how long are we, are we in for this? I think it's hard to say. Um, you know, it, it's it, I think it's, it's tough for Russia to sustain this because they, they don't. You know, when, when the U.S. invaded Iraq in 2003, it used some like 35 or 40 percent of its, its maneuver t- battalions. Um, Russia invaded with you know about 75, 80 percent in the beginning, with a lot of he- much more heavy casualties. There's there's no force to rotate in, like no permanent readiness force. Otherwise, it's conscripts, right, or reservists. But that, that is political issues there. So it, it's it's just not clear to me that they have a sustainable solution here. Um, at least the current trajectory without mobilization, something else like that. But you know, it, it, you know, again, Ukraine is is fully mobilized. They are obviously committed to this war. I think really a lot of this comes down to, to foreign support. The more NATO um, arms deliveries, ammunition, things that can replace Ukrainian uh, equipment losses is significant, and also the amount that, that NATO and EU can provide financial assistance to Ukraine for whatever economic issues they're having. I think a lot of that becomes more and more important the longer this goes on in terms of sustaining their ability to continue this war. Yeah, well, I mean, ending words. Uh, pray for pray for good luck. Uh, this was Oscar Johnson, Swedish Defense Union, Rob Lee from...